0: We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Exemplary father. Look at somebody say exemplary. Exemplary, that's a big word for some folks, but I'm going to define it, all right? Exemplary means serving as a desirable model or representing the best of its kind. I like that second part. Representing the what? Best of its kind. That's an exemplary father. You know what that really is saying? That means that you take the best of your father and you build yourself off the best. You represent the best of your father. He may have had some downs. He may have had some some error. He may have made some mistakes, whatever and you just look past those because you're going to make some too. Amen? But you represent the best of him. Amen? Amen? You didn't know your father, you pray and ask God what was the best of him. That's what I want. Amen. Amen. Characteristics of its kind or illustrating a general rule. Okay, so this is the definition of exemplary. So we all want to be desirable models um, and we want to represent the best of our kind. In the beginning, it's not going to be long, so you'll be able to go out and have your Father's Day steak. In the beginning, God made man in his own image and likeness to represent him on the new planet. So in the beginning, God did that. Genesis 5 and 1. This is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created man in the likeness of God. What made who him? God made he him. So God made man in his likeness and image. I broke all of that down in part 12, the whole imaging God thing. So it's understandable. And, you know, we go over all this stuff, but sometimes you might forget. So I have to remind you, especially on a holiday like Father's Day, you really need to know yourself and you need to know where you come from. You all look at somebody and say you come from good stock. God made you in his image. Amen. No matter how much you was wilding out before you found him, once you found him, you found what you're supposed to look like. Amen. Amen. You found how you're supposed to behave in him. Man was given dominion just like God and given purpose by God. Now, man is not a God, but he was given dominion just like God so he could look like his father. He could be in his father's image. We're all in our father God's image. Amen. And we were given purpose by God. Our purpose is to work, take care of the earth, men. Amen. And, and take care of our women and our children. Provide for them. We're supposed to do what God did. Provide, protect, be the priest of them. That's our purpose. So God gave us a purpose just like His purpose. Genesis 1 and 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air. Fowls of the air, that's ducks too. (laughs) Amen. I shot him with dominion. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth where? Woman was created so man could have a help meet in his image and likeness, just like God had created for himself. So God created the man for himself in his image and his likeness to bring glory to him. He created the woman In the image of the man. That's why he took from the woman to make the man and didn't make her organically. I'll preach in this place. He knew what he was doing. He said, I'm going to keep the order of this. So I'm going to take from the man so that the woman will be of the man. Just like the man is of me. And that is the God's chain of command. Amen. All these folk trying to lift the woman up higher than what the woman is supposed to is actually doing a disservice to the woman. Amen. No woman don't want, man, please. Don't no woman want no grown children that ain't hers. So she don't want to take care of no man like that. I will preach in this place. No, a woman's nature. She can, you know, TV can convince her different. But her nature is telling her that she's supposed to be taken care of, provided and protected. God knew what he was doing. So he made man, reached into the dirt, formed man of himself. Then he reached into the man and formed woman from her, from from him. Does that make sense? Amen. And so that gives us that, that puts the man as the head of the woman as Christ is the head of the church or God is the head of man. God is the head of man, man is the head of woman. That's just the way it is. Look at somebody and say, that's just the way it is. Amen. You could go to a church that preaches it differently. You could, but you chose to be here. So obviously you believe that that's the truth. First Corinthians 11 and 7, For a man need, indeed ought not to cover his head, For as much as he is the image and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of who? The woman is the glory of who? I mean, can we get this order right? So y'all got the order, right? You don't change this for nothing. There is no reason to change God's order. Amen. If the order isn't right in your home, you pray for it to be right. Amen. Because God's order has to be right if you want to be blessed by it. Why would God bless something that's out of order? He won't do it. He won't do right. Well, then you need to pray for it. Folk don't want to pray because God going to show you what you're doing wrong. When mankind fell, knowledge of evil came into the world. We talked about that in part 12. This created a need for the knowledge of good to be taught and modeled. So God's original plan wasn't for no preaching in church. Oh, i preach. No, it was, there was no need for preaching in church. Revivals and conferences. None of that was God's plan. Bishops and God never planned it. God never planned for preaching. That wasn't his original plan. That's the consolation plan or the contingency plan. Because of what man did. Man fell so some things had to change. So because man learned the knowledge of evil. Which is now demons are able to teach men how to do evil things. The knowledge of good now has to be taught. And modeled to show men the right way to go. Can I keep preaching in here? Yeah you got two ways to go now. And so now you got to enhance the good way to help people not take the wrong way. So now we got to have preachers, pastors, evangelists, prophets, teachers. Jesus has to come, illustrate it, got to get some disciples, got to get some apostles. Now we have to write a manual, a Bible, because man fell and now the knowledge of good needs to be taught and modeled. Does that make sense? Yeah, and who's going to teach it and who's going to model it? The leaders. Who are the leaders? The men. Uh-oh. The men. Men. It falls on the man. The man is the head. So he has to make sure he puts his family in position to learn knowledge of good. Then he has to make sure he models it. So they can learn by him being exemplary. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Y'all enjoying this? Yeah. Somebody like crack a joke real quick because this message is killing me. <laughs> Genesis 3 and 7. And the eyes of them both were open and they knew they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves Abram. So this is telling us that their eyes were both open to something that it wasn't open to before they ate so something entered into the world that was different from the way it was before they took and ate the fruit that is the knowledge of evil so they were naked and not ashamed before this now all of a sudden they're ashamed of their nakedness because now their nakedness has taken on a different connotation because of what they've opened their eyes to Man became a father to his own kind and became the image of God's righteousness modeled through his decisions and what? Actions. So children came, were born differently than those two were made, right? And the father became or the man became the father of his own kind. So now he's responsible for God's righteousness being modeled through his decisions and his actions, Y'all wanted your family to grow up in the understanding of the word. You brought your family here to ABC because you believe the word is taught here. Some of you needed to be challenged in ways where you didn't have male authority in your life. You came here because you know I was going to challenge you because I challenged myself the same way. So you made moves so that it could be modeled in front of you. You didn't want a bunch of homosexual men walking around, flaming, and all them strong colognes, hugging and touching, and you know you you just didn't want your you didn't want your sons growing up seeing that. So you brought them, you brought your children where you could see real men, strong men. Amen. You didn't want a bunch of men with braided up hair and and earrings because you don't want your kids with that and you don't want to have to even explain that that shouldn't even come up in your house that should be automatic no you don't even have to ask so you bring them here where they can see examples of that not happening oh i wish i could preach you don't want your daughter marrying no pan sagging thug with grills Do they still wear grills? No job? So you bring them to a place where the men have jobs. Yeah. Take care of their families. Yeah, that's you taking on your responsibility as a man to make sure righteousness is modeled properly. That's a good decision to make. And those are good actions. Now, you're hearing the word, you're taking the word, and you're actively applying it so they can see it operate through you. Don't mean you're perfect, but you're trying to do better. All of this is because man failed, and now it's needed. So the men have to step up and model this. A man doesn't learn anything from his mama doing everything that's right or what she's supposed to do. A man don't learn nothing from that. No, he has to see his image do it. His likeness do it. Oh, I wish I could preach. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, some women, I mean, I understand. That's the best you can do right now, whatever, but you need to be praying about that. At least put them in a place like, you know, where the men are really men. That's the sad thing. You know, usually the women especially the hurting women, the Bible says they're ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Silly women, they gonna go get under T.D. Jakes or somebody. Church full, every other man is homosexual. Look like a KNG and g explosion in there. Gators and taps and why you make so much noise when you walk clicking and popping, chewing gum, popping that? jewelry and stuff hitting and racing and reaction you sound like a maraca walking they took the carpet up just so they can make noise oh bishop we need to remove this carpet because the brothers is complaining ain't enough snapping and popping when they walk amen we don't do that in here Amen. We don't want our sons seeing that. We're going to take the kids to the daycare in the church and the, uh, on, only men working in there. Oh. Nah, bro, give me them kids back. What? What the women at? Oh, well, we all work here. Oh. Nah, bro. Nope, nope, nope. That's an LGBT daycare. Wow. But man became a father to his own kind and became the image of God's righteousness modeled through his decisions and actions. Psalms 103 and 13. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who what? Those who what? Fear him. So he's telling you, this is, it needs to be modeled so you can understand it. As a father shows compassion to a child, a child that hasn't learned that compassion of a father, they don't understand the compassion of the heavenly father so they don't know how to fear him. In order for the enemy to defile the goods of man, he must prevent the man from being a good example for his family. That's how he does it. Luke 11 and 21, when a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, what happens? His goods are safe. So in order for the enemy the enemy knows if he wants to defile the home, all he going to do is make the man wild out, make the man act up, tempt the man into messing his family up. Children that grow up without an earthly example of God's love will struggle with wrath and discouragement, according to the Bible, seeing that their image has not been validated by their earthly father. So when the, a, 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 a son, especially, and a daughter, but mostly I'm talking about sons here, when they don't, when they grow up without an uh, earthly example of God's love coming from their father, then they're gonna be wrathful and discouraged. It's gonna cause them wrath. You go through go into prison almost every. Guy, you speak to, especially African American one, everyone you speak to is going to tell you, Nope, my daddy wasn't at home. Well, your daddy, oh, he's a cell, but he's up and down the hall. Yeah, they're they, they, they all in there. So they didn't see it. So they struggled with it. And when a young girl, oh my goodness, when she grows up and her father's always wilding, she's going to grow up wilded. I mean, as soon as she's old enough to find a boy, she's going to find one. Amen. That's why we don't allow no little old girlfriends and boyfriends at ABC. Amen. We're not promoting that. No, no, no. We understand why you want one. You ain't going to have one in here. We're going to try to deal with the deficit. Help you with what's wrong with you. We're not going to enhance what's wrong with you and make it worse. Yeah, so this is where it comes from. So when that father's, why, wow, you know that the one in the family I told you about, that just can't get saved, he can't get right no matter what. You done prayed and cried and cried and prayed and he come to church every Sunday. He just can't get right. He going to do what he want to do. He demon-possessed and narcissistic. Because all people that are, are demon-possessed are narcissistic. That is Satan's trait. Isaiah 14 and 11 was the birthplace of narcissism. What Lucifer said in heaven is the definition of narcissism. Y'all know all narcissists are crazy. They all are mentally ill. All of them. The devil was mentally ill. He was the first mental, mentally ill being. He was. Narcissism pushed him to where he thought he could be better than his own creator. Y'all, that's... But narcissism will do that. And when you like that at home, man, that, that, that young girl, the, the boy going to be just like you. But that girl is going to go after just anybody whose attention is on her. Because a narcissist's attention is on him. That's it. It's the only person he's cutting for, himself. So children that grow up without an earthly example of God's love will struggle with wrath and discouragement. Seeing that their image has not been validated by their earthly father. Proverbs 19 and 18. Chasing thy son when? While there is what? Hope. Don't you wait till he got the handcuffs on. You shouldn't have done that. Well, you should have told me that 10 years ago. While you were doing what you wanted to do. Chasing thy son while there is hope. And let not thy soul spare for his crying. You know, women's tears, it, you know, it's hard for me to process sometimes. I'm a total weakling when it comes to women crying. But when men cry, <laughs> i wait. You shouldn't have done it. Your tears don't matter. It's still done, and consequences are still coming. So what did the tears matter? The Bible says... And let not thy soul spare for his crying. Don't you put that belt up because he's crying. I used to always wonder why my dad's beatings got fiercer and fiercer as I cried. Like crying never worked. It worked on my mama sometimes. Sometimes. But she's a woman. My daddy, I mean, it's like, I, I think he closed his eyes. That's why I was getting hit everywhere messed his aim up. I better stop crying. I might get jawed. He would swing. I mean, crying meant nothing. Because, you know, I'd start crying on the way home in preparation for the beat. And it didn't work. It never worked. He just, all right. I mean, then you get home and think the crying worked. And I think, why do parents, like, go in the other room and wait it out? But like they know you in there thinking that you got away with it. Oh, ain't gonna be no whooping this time, man. The crying works. Woo, man, I'm gonna play with my toys. <laughs> Doors swing open. Mm, and they always stand in the door like this. This is this, this the belt. They just. <laughs> What's up with that pose? I just took some people back. Amen. Yeah. Hey, some, some of us got marks on us right now from that. I know I do. My dad, I mean, he, he, it's like I'm going to give you a mark so you'll remember when you see the mark. You don't have to get tattoos, bro. I'm going to brand you with some stuff to remind you of consequence. But chasten thy son while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. Paternal absence makes it very hard for them to understand and truly submit to a heavenly father's plan. Submission is first learned in the natural realm. Now, I've preached this, talked about it, whatever, but man, this just did not come as uh, clear to me as it did this past week. When we were filming the exposition and God just really spoke to me about these, some of these preachers and different ones who just, they don't understand Uh, uh, Well, because they had paternal absence, they don't understand how to submit to God's plan. So they change God's plan to match their actions. Like had they had a father, they would have learned that you don't you can't change the authority's plan. Like in your father's house, you don't change his plan. You may get your mama to change her mind about some stuff. But the man, you go along with his plan or do what? You just got to bounce. And you learn that when there's a man there. But when there's not a man there, you don't know that. So you really don't have a boundary that's, that's being enforced in your life. So when you begin to read the Bible and study the scriptures or whatever, you'll read and study on a curve to benefit yourself. Because you're not used to the structure of authority keeping you from changing it. And so, yeah, So I was thinking about Kanye West and Kurt Franklin, all these guys, you know, just knowing Kurt and watching him grow up and, you know, just growing up with him and stuff. I, I, I saw that, but I never understood that's what the problem was until we started doing these uh, expositions. We've been dealing with some of the interviews he just recently did. And that's how he's talking. He even just came out and said... I'm here to change what Christianity looks like. That's, he said, that's, that's why I'm here. I'm here to just change it. Well, without a father in the home, you really think you can do that and God will like it. Because you can't understand the boundaries of a heavenly father if you didn't have boundaries from an earthly father. You understand what I'm saying? So he really believes He's going to do it, and it's going to be okay. And they brought up Kanye and what he's doing. I love it. I love what he's doing. But there's no boundaries, and Kanye's the same. He don't. There's no boundaries to tell him he can't come change what the Bible says. He can be a god and be filthy and vile. He can be whatever he want to be because he's making it up as he goes. He don't have boundaries. So with paternal absence, it's hard for them to understand And submit to the Father's heavenly plan. And this is where this mama God thing is coming from. So I saw a church worshiping, calling the Holy Spirit mother. Mama spirit. Yeah, this mama God. God is a woman. And there's this whole maternal thing that's, that's popular now. It's happening because fathers have been absent. So women have had to take and carry the load, but that don't change the plan. You don't change the plan because you, 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 things didn't go the way you think they should have gone, but you can't change the plan. Even though your father wasn't there, you better become a father and be there, but you don't change the plan. The man's not there. So let's exonerate the woman. No. Now, women pastors telling me that. Well, I'm passing because ain't no man qualified. I say, he is. I'll be right in a church. He is. Let's pray right now and install him as the pastor. Amen. That's why they stopped me from coming. I did that about four or five times, and then it was a wrap. So don't bring him. He will change. I because I do it right there. I said, no, 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 that's the pastor right there. I'm not even calling you pastor. That's the pastor. You don't change it because... The, nobody's qualified, so I guess I call it. Maybe, maybe nobody's qualified because they ain't supposed to be one. Maybe you're supposed to drive a little further to a church. I mean, can we close some of these buildings down? Will that be okay? What are we supposed to do The pastor, you know, when something happened to the pastor, I mean, I'm the next in line. Next in line? Who said there's a line? There's another church behind yours. Won't you just pack up and go over there? Take the pews and everything. Won't you just join the buildings? I mean, why does somebody have to? You see what I'm saying? We're trying to use how we feel and how our society does and try to put that on the Bible. You know how old the Bible is? The Bible is not thinking about societal norms, it wasn't written like that. For, for the Bible to adopt to our feministic society? God still sees the man as the head. He may be getting pile driven when he get home every night by that burly woman he married. God still sees him as a head. He just sees him as a old weak, sorry head. But he's still the head. <laughs> but 1 Corinthians 15 and 44. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a what? Spiritual body. So we got to understand that we have to truly submit to the heavenly father's plan, but we learn it from submission from the earthly father's plan. Does that make sense? Now y'all know why I'm pushing families and fathers being in the home and the era of man and all Because that's the answer to the problem. They wouldn't go change the rules and become the black Hebrew Israelites if they knew that you can't change the rules. If somebody taught them that this Bible is already written, you can't add to it. Man, I was watching Carlton Pearson last night. He was on there talking about, yeah, see, I I added to the word. I added these things to the word because the word wasn't clear. So I had to add these things so people would really understand what Christ did. When it says that it was done and it was complete and he finished everything, he finished everything, meaning that nobody has to ever repent or anything because the work is done. And the guy said, but it don't say it in the Bible. He said, yeah, but I added that for clarity. Said, boy, if you don't get on (laughs) to... Added it for clarity. And so the guy said... You know, the Bible says you can't add or take away. But that's Father's God. Father will tell you, brother, you can't add. Amen. Walk off in that father's house. Walk off in that father's house and and try to add something. Let him come home and you done added something in the bedroom that ain't supposed to be there. It's like, brother, we don't smoke weed in this house. Oh, well, see, I just kind of amended your rule of no smoking because, see, this herb from the earth. I said, you're going to be sleeping on the earth. But because you ain't changing the rules of my house, we don't allow that in my house. And when they learn that structure, when they grow up, they understand structure. Can I keep going? Immorality is being pushed today to create fatherless children so that lawlessness will prevail and God will, uh, God will not be understood nor revered by the children of disobedience. So this is why immorality is being pushed. Yeah, so immorality is being pushed to, to, to create fatherlessness because they understand without the father in the home, This stuff is going to prevail. Second Timothy three and 13, but evil men, the Bible says, and, and what? And what? Seducers. Seducers. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and what? Being deceived. Summary. The father in the home is of utmost importance in exemplifying, exemplifying how God operates. He disciplines in a way that a woman cannot. Y'all believe that? How many of you believe that? You know. you be yelling at your son. God, boy, get up, God, stop. God, you stop. God, stop. Threw everything at him. Get, stop, stop. I'm going to tell your daddy. And in his mind, then I better stop. His consequences are... Uh, far more grave. The, ca- the kid is thinking that, those words too. Far more grave. This situation could escalate. <laughs> kid just got intelligent. But the father, is a, he disciplines in a way that a woman cannot. He instructs with a voice of authority, doesn't he? The child knows a man's voice because it comes with authority. God designed it that way. Can I preach in here? Amen. Now, you might have to get raspy and yell at your child because the man is not there or whatever. Then you do what you have to do. But a, a child responds differently to a man, man's voice. That's why the man needs to be there. That's why I'm preaching that. Listen, and please, y'all, your situation may not have worked out this way, but you should be working on making a situation that will work out this way. If you're a single woman, you need to be just sitting in here and taking notes. He disciplines in a way that a woman cannot. He instructs with a voice of authority, and his image represents the validation. So a man can just be walking around, and a boy is learning something. It works the same with a woman. The, the, the mother can be walking around, and the way she's interacting with the father is training the young girl. Yeah. She see her mother in submission to the husband, in submission to what he's sees and whatever. She wants a man. Oh, I, I, I want to be in that. I want that situation. But if she see the mama rolling her neck and you know not tell her, whatever, that girl probably ain't going to ever get married but he represents the validation affirmation and power of God where in the home because the woman is the weaker vessel. Her job was never look at somebody say never. It was never to rule over the home and represent God's image in the world. That wasn't a woman's job. That's not what a woman was made for. Her job was never to rule over the home and represent God's image in the world. This is why our society is pushing the feminist agenda and emasculating men. The devil knows that the earthly father represents the heavenly father and is modeled to his children. The devil knows if he can remove the father from the home, he can remove the understanding of God in the minds and hearts of the children. Can I keep going? If you grew up fatherless, listen to this, if you grew up fatherless, You must submit yourself to an authority that can teach you how to understand authority and submit to it. You got work to do. You got to learn structure. So you got to place yourself somewhere that's discipline. That can teach you discipline. You need to learn structure as it pertains to how to live right. God is not a woman, nor is he feminine. Can I say that? God is not a woman, nor is he feminine. How many of you want to serve mama God, big mama God? Changing her mind because of how she feel. Ooh, it's hot in heaven today, y'all. I'm about to change the weather. It's only going to be three seasons from now on. (laughs) God said he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God is spirit, but referred to as male. Every time he is mentioned in the Bible because he's masculine and created man in his own image. Why is the Bible calling him a he and you trying to call him a she? What is that? I mean, God could be anything. No, he can't. He can be what he said he is. You don't know. You, you, you putting God in a box. No, I'm not putting him in a box. I'm putting him in a book. And the book tells me exactly what he is. In order to understand this concept, in the spirit realm, it must be illustrated in the natural realm by a what? A strong male authority. So kids need to see a man that won't give up no matter what. Things may get bad, but he going to pull us out of it. They need to see that because that's how they're going to relate to God. Amen. They need to see their mama not worried about stuff. She's not worried. She's just chilling because she know he's going to handle it because he's the man. He's going to step up and he's going to handle it. That teaches them how God handles things. And no matter what, God is going to fix it. When you miss this process or distrust male leadership because of your upbringing, you create an image of God the Father that is altered by your perspective and desires. So when you miss the male structure, now you're making God whatever you want him to be, however you feel that week. But in order to be an exemplary father that models God, you must first experience the love and chastening of a man in the natural realm. Amen. Yeah, a lot of brothers here, they they tell me, I mean, I came here. I I want you to be hardcore. I want you to preach like that. I want you to come to me and check me. I want that because I didn't have that growing up. I had a woman doing it and it's not the same. Amen. You know when you grow up under single mother, you know how to you know how to play that. You know how to make her feel bad, like you know it's really her fault that you grew up without a father, so she really can't put her foot down, like she really should, because it's gonna hurt your feelings, because she look in your eyes and know that it's really her fault, and so she knows that, so she makes up for it by being a little soft on you or being a little you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, you know what you're doing. Boy, I tell single mothers all the time. I say, well, you better get that knocked devil out of him I mean but I know it's kind of my fault you know cause I put him right no he's getting older he need to be beat and he needs to learn how the world is gonna treat him but that's hard for a mother and I understand that. that's why a father needs to be there my daddy probably gave me some whoopings just because of his past he was sitting up thinking stuff he went through oh let me go whip Craig right now cause daddy what is this about Why are you darkening my hallway with the belt? <laughs> what did I do? I just thought of something. But that's what men do. Men stand up in their homes and discipline their children. Make sure their children are okay. You ain't going to make a man feel guilty. He's going to beat you. Hey, man, you ain't going to make him feel guilty. Well, Dad, if you hadn't divorced mama or whatever. Well, I did. Now turn around. Ain't going to be no divorce between me and this belt and your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Hebrews 12 and 5 says, And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children, my son. I mean, my son. Despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. This is the problem. It's the problem. When we first started this church, there was a lot of men that came and they're gone. Because they, they, they couldn't handle the chastening of the Lord. They couldn't handle the rebuke from the Lord. And every one of them didn't have a father in the home. For whom the Lord loveth, he does what? He who gives weapons. And he scourges every son whom he receiveth. So if you're going to come to God, there's going to be some rules. And when you don't obey the rules, you're going to get it. If ye endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? Do y'all hear that? So if you can make it through the beatdowns downs, you getting in here through these sermons, fathers. You grew up without a father, but if you can make it through this, God is dealing with you as a son. He said because a father that doesn't. Chasing you. I mean, some of y'all grow up without your father. You wish your father had whipped you, showed you some love. You wish your father had punished you. You wish he had came and got in your face and said, Don't be doing that. That would have showed you love. At least concern. What real father doesn't do that is what the scripture is saying. But if ye be without chastening, uh, whereof are all our partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons? So if you're not being chastened, then you feel like a bastard, which is fatherless. And that's the sad thing. People approach God looking for God to replace their earthly father, but they don't understand how to relate to him. So then they feel like a natural bastard and a spiritual bastard. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh, which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits? we